You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, everybody. I appreciate the uh, patience as we are juggling the times today. How's everybody doing? Everybody good? You're good if you're Daniel Jones, right? Daniel Jones. Are you ready for this? Daniel freaking Jones. 160, count them, million dollars over four years. Let me repeat that. Daniel Jones of the New York football giants signing a four-year, $160 million deal. The Jets are meeting with Aaron Rodgers in California and Lamar Jackson, okay, tagged. This is going to be a crazy, crazy week in the National Football League. Man, how about the, I mean, can you believe Daniel Jones, and I'm a Giants fan, getting $160 million. Just chew on that for a while. All right, the Kings last night, they uh, beat the Pels with a big third quarter. No De'Aaron Fox, but of course, no Zion Williamson for New Orleans. And now we're going to have a hell of a game coming up with the Knicks, who are uh, playing as well as anybody in the NBA right now. So if you want to talk about that game last night, we can do so. The third quarter was the difference in the game. Great to see Kevin Herter shoot the ball so much better over the last couple of games. Uh, That is a big plus as uh, we come down to the wire. And when you look at the wire and you look at the NBA, Don't look now. Okay, you can look. The Sacramento Kings are on the heels of the Memphis Grizzlies. And the Memphis Grizzlies, as we talked about yesterday, are a team in disarray. And when you look at Memphis right now, they're 38 and 25, and Sacramento is only half game back at 38 and 26. How about that for you? A half game back of the two spot for the Sacramento Kings. All right, and the Grizzlies tonight are in L.A. taking on the Lakers. The Mavericks host the Jazz. The Thunder and the Warriors in OKC. Nets are at the Rockets. Timberwolves home to Philly. Hornets are at the Knicks. Wizards, Pistons in Motown. Uh, Orlando hosts the Bucks. All right, I want to hear from you today. It is your call. And again, I appreciate the patience as I've been juggling around the times today uh, to make sure that I can get a show in. And I want to thank uh, Ryan and Connor for uh, their efforts on the post-game show last night, and, of course, Connor with the pregame uh, and the halftime as well. So, Sacramento, all right? Again, we talk about the standings. We talk about where they are. We talk about, could you imagine them being second? Now, I'm still keeping my eye on the Phoenix Suns because they play Sacramento twice, and they're probably going to have to beat Sacramento twice in order to catch them, all right? Things are 38 
and 26. 38 and 26. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? I mean, it really is. So 18 games left. And, you know, we keep on saying the schedule is going to get tougher. But then you look at all the players that seemingly aren't playing anymore. And what looks like a tough game, all of a sudden, it's not a tough game. But this game coming up against the Knicks uh, should flat out be a dandy. All right, let's get to Waggus. Waggus, you'll be my leadoff man today. How are you, buddy? How you doing? Hello? I'm good. How are you? Good, yeah, good. go ahead. Yeah, so, you know, obviously, I saw the news today with Lamar Jackson as well. I guess maybe, Grant, you can educate, you know, I guess me or maybe all of us. What is a non-exclusive franchise tag? Well, it means that he can negotiate with any other team in the National Football League, all right? So there are two different types of tags. The tag that the Giants gave Daniel Jones, he's a New York Giant. But the other tag, okay, the non-exclusive franchise tag means that they are basically able to open up for business, okay? So they have not been able to come up to a uh, a deal. So any team now can now sign Lamar Jackson to what they call an offer sheet. And then the Ravens have five days to match. Now, here's the two scenarios for the fans that aren't familiar with this term. If they match, well, then all of a sudden they have Lamar Jackson on that deal. If they decline the offer, then the team that gave the offer sheet then has to send two first round picks to the Ravens in return. One would come next season and the other one in 2024. Well, I shouldn't say next season. One would be in this year's draft and the other first round pick would be next year. So in order to sign Lamar Jackson, you got to come to terms with him on an offer sheet. If the Ravens don't match, then you have to send this year's number one and next year's number one to Baltimore. Okay. So as I digest that, why wouldn't they just trade him then um, if they're really after the two first round picks? Because they're just opening him up to the market now. And he's going to have one hell of a market, in my opinion. I, I mean, would agree with you. I think I think he's going to have a really big market as well. Absolutely. So, so why would the Ravens do this? Uh, out of, out well, of some the, sort of loyalty? There's a, there, because they feel that the market for Lamar Jackson is is less than what Lamar Jackson thinks. And most people in the NFL feel that the Ravens will match any offer they get. The Ravens are banking, no pun intended, that the offer sheet that comes in for Jackson will be less than what the Ravens had proposed in their failure to come up with a negotiation. So basically, it's a game of high stakes poker is what it is. Okay. Uh, okay. Maybe I'm thinking this the wrong way, but do you think them the Ravens doing this essentially opening the door for him to leave kind of puts a strain in this whole thing with him no okay. no because right. I think most I, I think uh, Jim Shane the general manager of the Giants said it best last week he had a meeting he saw Daniel Jones at the facility and they talked and he went up to Daniel Jones and said hey uh, and again I'm paraphrasing this is the report that came out and he said hey you know Understand that there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be said and written about what's going on. This is the business side of this, okay? And all you need to know 
is we want you as our quarterback, but there are going to be a lot of ups and downs through this period. It's business, but just understand we want you as our quarterback. So, you know, it's business. It's big time business. It's a lot of money and we get that. Okay. And so now I'm going to ask you this um, final question. Where is the best fit for Lamar Jackson other than the Ravens, obviously? What is That's the a great question. Team? Yeah. Well, first of all, it's going to take a hell of a lot of money, right? So we're right. talking about big time money. And, you know, the other aspect is we're still talking about a relatively young quarterback in Lamar yep. Jackson. You know, he's still, he's not even really, if you really want to analyze this, he's what, 26 years old. He's got an MVP on his resume. All right. He's not even close to being in his prime. So I'm not really sure which team is going to say, okay, he's our fit. Here's the money. We can do it. We don't mind giving up two first round picks. So there you have it. What do you think would have happened if Russell Wilson wasn't on the Denver Broncos? Oh, yeah. Sean Penn would have went and got him. Yep. That's yep. A, but I'm actually thinking right now, Grant, what about Miami? Could you see him in Miami? Um, yeah, I could. The question is at what price, you know, and then does that mean, you know, you're not bringing Lamar Jackson and to be a backup quarterback. That means two is not your quarterback anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Well, of course, of course. But I just, you know, um, I, I remember you one time saying this about LeBron, if he had gone to the Knicks, him and Porzingis would have been an unbelievable one, two punch. I feel like if Lamar Jackson goes to Miami, that offense They're going to score some points at big points. Right. Are they going to score any more points than they did last year when Tua was their starting quarterback? Because I don't think they they would. Well, I mean, yeah. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, okay. All right. So, I mean, I I just think Miami is right now set and ready to go. And you add somebody, Lamar Jackson, obviously, if he can stay healthy. Well, I'm hearing, believe it or not, you know, we just saw Derek Carr go to the Saints. And again, I don't know what you believe and what you don't believe. And this is a very interesting conversation that the two likely scenarios are Carolina and Atlanta in that division. Okay. That they both need franchise quarterbacks. They have the money. They don't mind giving up the first round picks to get a player of the caliber of Lamar Jackson. All right. Now let's talk about the Jets. Yep. Let's say the Jets are not able to work out a deal with the Packers for Aaron Rodgers. Would they be now all of a sudden in the market for Lamar Jackson? Okay. But you're missing one big team here. What's that? The Raiders. No, well, I haven't gotten to them yet. Okay. All right. Is, all right. Okay. But is, is, okay. Is, all right. Is, because there's another team I was going to mention too. Okay. The Colts, the, Colts are, the Colts are in the mix. Okay. They're in the mix as well from what I'm hearing. Okay. The Raiders, um, they're going to need a quarterback. All right. I, I think that they they feel that that's the case. Would you would you spend that kind of money for Lamar Jackson? Give up two number ones. In other words, is Lamar Jackson a guy that's going to take the Raiders and put them over the top? Do you think he would? And do you, if you're Lamar Jackson, do you want to go play in the same division as Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert? I. I don't think he puts the Raiders over the top. Um, yeah, I mean, and the only team I can think of right now is Miami as far as putting him over the top. But obviously they're already, yeah. I, 
Yeah, I mean, but um, the reason why I say um, the Raiders is because Lamar Jackson is going to have some say so in this, right? And I would think he would want to go to a big market, you know. So I don't know. It's going to be fun to watch, isn't it? Yeah. So do you think uh, um, Houston is an outside play here? Because I mean, obviously they're going to have some picks and they got a new coach. Yeah, but the question is, if you're Houston, is it cheaper to move up in the draft? and make a deal with the Bears and go that way and get a quarterback who's on his rookie contract like Bryce Young instead of paying a guy. I know you know what you're getting in Lamar Jackson, but look at what, I mean, look at what Daniel Jones salary cap wise just did to the Giants with his deal. That's ridiculous. And listen, I'm a Giants fan. Daniel Jones is not a $40 million a year quarterback. He's just not. Well, he he did have a great year and I, I, yeah, he did. Yeah. And it's the market. It's the market waggers. And and guess what? Three years from now, he's going to be a middle-of-the-road quarterback in terms of salary in the NFL. The cap goes up every year. And so right now it looks like, wow, what are they doing? Three years from now, it's going to look like a reasonable deal. Okay. And last, I'm sorry to take up too much, but last, where do you see Take up the whole show if you want. No, no, no. I don't want to. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks thanks for that. I appreciate that. Where, (laughs) Where do you think Aaron Rodgers ends up now? Well... Other than the Jets, I mean. Well, I was just going to say, I think, you know, the, the Jets are, are now in a position after we just saw what happened, you know, this week with Derek Carr. I mean, I think they're going to roll out the red carpet, the money, everything else to try to get him in New York. I wouldn't do it. I would not do that if I'm yeah, the Jets. But I, I, I guess what I'm kind of frustrated with or I'm just kind of thinking is why wouldn't the Raiders do the same thing? With they, might. they might they, they might they might and by the way just for the record if i'm the jets i'd rather have lamar jackson as my quarterback than aaron Rodgers. you know why aaron Rodgers does not put the jets in the super bowl plateau they got too many issues in my opinion you lamar jackson is young you yeah. you you're gonna have lamar jackson i mean lamar jackson's 10 years younger than aaron Rodgers. and again do i think lamar jackson's a better quarterback than aaron Rodgers? no i don't but i'm looking at the big picture here if i'm the jets I'd rather have Lamar Jackson as my franchise quarterback at this point in their career. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously Aaron's a better thrower, but there's other qualities that Lamar brings up. And, yes. and you know, as we're seeing with Hurts and a lot of mobile quarterbacks. So, yeah, all right. Well, I mean, it it's going to be very interesting and fun. And I'm really looking forward to the Thursday night game I, I, between the Kings and the Knicks. I, I think it's going to be a shootout. So, yeah, um, it's going to be a dandy. Yep, thank you. Thanks, Thank you, buddy. Take care. Yep. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls, and we say hello to Jeff. Jeff, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good, Grant. How about you? I'm good. Thank you. Did you get a chance to watch a Kings game last night, or were you traveling? I was traveling. I followed it on the internet. Right, right. Well, Sabonis got his triple-double, and uh, Herder did pretty good, but uh, it was just interesting to Monk, he's so on and off. I mean, mm-hmm. he, uh, he's he's not being consistent again. I don't know if you've seen. Well, that. he has. Well, nobody's talking about him as six man of the year anymore. That's for sure. Um, but you know, again, we saw what he did a week ago Friday against the Clippers in that 40. double overtime when he we had over forty, and now he can't put the ball in the ocean. So yeah, he I, it's checking and hide. I know it's very frustrating. So. Uh, and also, I've noticed all the talking heads or all the shows, 
they hardly talk about the Kings. Is it because they just think they're a Cinderella, or they just think that they're, they're uh, you know, they just can't believe what they're doing? But no one gives them any props. And I guess with them playing the Knicks on, uh, you know, prime time or whatever, maybe they'll get some talk. But uh, hardly any. I don't know. I don't watch. I don't know. I don't know. I don't watch any of the shows. I don't pay attention to that crap. I I pay attention to the standings. I don't pay attention to who's talking about whom and what I don't, I don't pay any attention to that stuff at all. It's meaningless. It means nothing to me. You know, um, that's what you have the playoffs for. The playoffs are for showing whether you're worthy or not. And I know we haven't talked about the playoffs in 16 years, but this team's going to the playoffs. And at that point they can prove to the rest of the NBA and the sports world that, Hey, we're pretty damn good right now. It really doesn't matter. Talk to me. is just talk. I don't care about that. I mean, I got Stephen A. Smith, you know, going on, you know, national TV every day, making the most absurd, ridiculous statements about players like John Morant and others. You know, I don't, I'm, I'm done paying attention to this crap. I really am. Show me the standings. Let's talk about what's going on on the court. And the Kings right now are a half game at a second spot in the West. That's what matters. Nothing else matters. Speaking of players. So uh, with Kamara, is he with uh, now that uh, went to the Saints, is Kamara is he uh, suspended or what happened? Not yet. After, what, he might be in jail after. though. He might be in jail. I've always found that it's tough to, uh, you know, produce on the football field from a jail cell. Uh, he might very well be in prison. So I mean, I, do I think Alvin Kamara is going to be on the Saints next year? No, I don't. Right. Well, it's unbelievable. Do I think he's going to be? Do I think he's going to be playing football next year? No, I don't. Right. Right. It's unbelievable that. The league hasn't done anything. They're just letting it go by the wayside. It's a joke. It's a travesty. I mean, it's a travesty. And they had the video. Everyone knew about the video. The police had the video, the surveillance video. The NFL has their own independent investigators, and they still allow Alvin Kamara to play. It's a joke. It's an absolute travesty. Right. Look at Ray Rice. They had the video yep. when he did that with his wife, and he, yep. he never played. I mean, he was gone. Yeah, they weren't married at the time, but yes, I understand your point. You're absolutely correct. Right. All right. Take it easy. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. If you want to get in on the program today, uh, as you can hear some uh, noise in the background, I'm at a public venue today, but uh, it's okay. We're able to do the show. You know, uh, as far as Monk goes, um, you know, the thing that was surprising to me is he only played 12 minutes last night. You know, and he, he didn't shoot the ball badly, but he only played 12 minutes. But the bench was really good last night. I mean, Lyles had 14. Monk had 11. Uh, I think, what, Met, didn't Met 2 have 8 or 9? The memory serves me correct. So they got good production uh, from the bench. But, you know, the story of the game was the third quarter. I mean, the third quarter is when the game changed. The game was, what, tied at half? And the Kings what, were plus 18 in the third. So, you know, they, they did what they had to do. I mean, New Orleans is not very good without Zion Williamson. I mean, we know that. And now the Kings have won six of their first seven coming out of the shoot after the All-Star break. And they are right on the heels of the Memphis Grizzlies. And tomorrow, again, I keep on talking about, you know, the game coming up against the Knicks, all right? Or, or Thursday, I should say. The game coming up against the Knicks is going to be the real deal, okay? And the Knicks play tonight, and then they'll be getting on the plane and starting their trip. Uh, out west but so you think about Thursday night you look at the Knicks and you look at the Kings now when you look at the Knicks and you look at what they've done 
They are the hottest team in the NBA right now. They have won nine in a row. The second hottest team in the NBA right now, arguably, or one of them, are the Kings. So this is a marquee, can you believe I'm saying that? A marquee matchup with the Kings and the Knicks. Let me repeat myself. The matchup on Thursday night between the Kings and the Knicks is a marquee matchup. I will tell you this. In my 32 years of doing the Kings, not once, not one time, did the Kings and the Knicks ever play a meaningful game. And by meaningful, I'm talking about where both teams were on the big stage at the same time. How about that? This is going to be a dandy coming up uh, on Thursday. And again, the Knicks, all right, are a team that you better darn well look at and go, okay, how are we going to contend with them? What are we going to do? Because they are really, really good. They're playing really well. And you got to figure that they're going to coast to their game tonight against Charlotte, right? Anyone think that Charlotte's going to go in and beat the Knicks? So the Knicks are probably going to be coming in with a 10-game winning streak. Think about that for a minute. It's just amazing what's happening in the NBA because when you look at the West, we know about Denver. When you look at the East, Milwaukee now has opened up a two-game lead on Boston, but more importantly, three in the loss column. Then you got Philly, Cleveland, and the Knicks at 39-27 and are a game back in the loss column of having home court in the first round. And they are surging. They've won nine in a row. Now, you can look at this two different ways. They're probably going to win tonight for their 10th in a row. They're going to lose at some point. So, you know, maybe maybe that game's going to come on Thursday. That's going to be a crazy environment coming up on Thursday with the Kings and the Knicks. All right, if you want to get in on the program, hit me up and we will do it. We're not going to have a long show today. But, uh, again, my thanks to Ryan and Connor for holding down the fort last night uh, on the postgame show. And, of course, Ryan doing the pregame uh, and the halftime as well. I appreciate that. I will be back with uh, Rhino for the game on Thursday. Ryan will be doing a pregame. I'll be on with him at halftime and postgame. That is going to be a hell of a game. That's going to be a hell of a game. That's going to be a lot of fun coming up on uh, Thursday night. And by then, the Kings might be in second place in the West. They very well might. All right, why don't we check in with John? John, how are you? I'm doing all right. How are you doing, Grant? I'm good, buddy. Good, buddy. So what did you say? The Kings and the Knicks are a marquee matchup? Is that what you said? Yes, and I actually have two physicians that are near me right now, and they are getting ready to administer a drug test to me. So I'll let you know what the results are. <laughs> I have a feeling you might be dirty, buddy. I don't know why, but I just got this feeling. Oh, my God. I know. This, this I know. is going to be one hell of a fun game, man. This is going to be fun as hell. And it's going to be a dandy, isn't right it? Right now, but I just want to hop on. I really heard what I what I heard, and I just got to agree. Ryan's been doing a kick-ass job, and having Connor come on too, his insight is uh is fantastic, man. Your your podcast is blown up, Grant. I'm so happy for you, man. I'm going to get on it. Thank one you, of man. These days. Well, I appreciate that very much. Yeah, I thought they did a great job last night, and they you did. know they're both uh, very knowledgeable. They they know what they're talking about. So yeah, it was good. I I actually watched. Um, most of it about a couple of hours ago i went back and watched it and uh, they did a nice job they did a nice job so i'm happy happy to see that 
man i am too man it, it was great to see and it's uh hey connor's coming to life i don't care any, what anybody says i understand him perfectly that guy's got energy to me <laughs> good job well, connor. you know what if listen uh, connor connor is is unbelievably knowledgeable but connor You're and right. energy do not go together so your definition of energy and my definition <laughs> of energy are a little bit different okay now i'm yeah. not knocking connor because i think the guy his knowledge is through the freaking roof but when i think of connor the word energy does not come to my mind okay let's let's call it the way it is john i know i'm trying to pump him up a little bit grant you know what i mean but like it you know the content he brings is fantastic it's great i'm uh i'm just glad that everything's everything's going like it is man and and I just hope that your lawsuit is going as promisingly as your podcast Thank is, you, buddy. man. And if that's the case, you're going to be running that show. That Thank you, buddy. Station, I appreciate you. Know, you. <laughs> All Thank right, you, buddy. Have a great one. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, Connor's, Connor's knowledge is through the roof. I mean, a guy, and you could see it last night, you know, on the post-game show. He and Ryan did a great job. And, uh, but, yeah, and listen, Connor knows where I'm coming from. He's not on the... Uh, show today, but he knows where I'm coming from. You know, he would even admit, you know, he's, they don't call him Mr. Energy. You know, they didn't nickname him, they didn't nickname him spark plug in school. All right. Let's just call it the way it is. All right. Nobody said, Hey Connor, we're going to change your name to spark plug. All right. Nah, that, 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 that's not the way it is. All right. If you want to get in on the program today, hit your hand icon uh, and we will do it. All right, we can talk about whatever you want. Again, the uh, franchise tags and everything else. And uh, it's good to see that teams are figuring out what they want to do. But again, Daniel Jones, think about last year. If I had told you 12 months ago that Geno Smith would be signing a $110 million deal after the season and that Daniel Jones would have signed a $160 million deal you would have said, okay, Grant, you need to retire. You're done. You are not going to be talking about sports anymore. Get the hell off the air. Do not be embarrassing yourself. Do not be talking like that. Think about that. Geno Smith, Geno freaking Smith, 110 million. Daniel freaking Jones, 160 million dollars. Think about that for a minute. All right. So again, uh, tomorrow, uh, yes, indeed, we will be uh, doing this full show. We have got Jerry Reynolds coming up at 3 o'clock Pacific. Thursday, I will be back on with Ryan. We'll be doing, uh, he'll be doing the pre. I'll join him for a half and post. But I'm going to make this a quick show today. I'm in a very noisy environment and it's not exactly the best place to do it. If you do want to get in on, though, I'll wait until you get on. If you want to talk about anything, hit your hand icon and I'll put you right on. But tomorrow we'll get back on track. Everything will be normal. And uh, again, I'm looking forward to uh, having jerry reynolds on and we'll talk a lot about what we think could happen the next night thursday night two nights from now with the kings uh, and the knicks all right so uh thank you for your patience today i've been juggling the show and everything else appreciate everyone and tomorrow we'll be back we'll do a longer show and we'll get the ball rolling all right take care so long everybody Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.